0: Welcome to Oaken Bros. this is Eric. I'm Michael and if
1: you want to learn the secrets of the universe, the law of attraction, mysticism, brohood, gambling movies, pop culture, Archangels, magic, good food, business, health, family, and mediumship, smash that subscribe button, hit the thumbs up, press the bell notification for uh, for notifications and spread this video around like peanut butter and
0: jelly. So, t- <laughs> today we have on Alan Chapman, aka Shaman Oaks. He is an energy healer who is on a mission to change the world by opening people's eyes, minds, and hearts. He has a YouTube channel called Shaman Oaks where he does daily energy healings and interviews interesting people. You can check out shamanoaks.com for more information. Thank you for coming on, Alan.
2: Wow. Thank you guys for having me. I'm really excited to do this. Likewise. Pre-
1: appreciate you coming <laughs> on. Uh, Alan, you, when I first came across your videos, you look like someone that plays Warzone that eats in gastro pubs that's so not spiritual. Someone someone that is just so not into mediumship and you know um out of body experiences. You you know you're like a young guy, right? Like you you know you look cool, you're young, you're hip. Has this been a fascination of yours for a long time being learning about spirituality?
2: No, not at all. I um I started off like a conservative Christian in Texas, and then I kind of fell out of religion, fell out of spirituality, became all science minded, super atheist. Like, if I can't prove it, I don't want any part of it. Um, But then through a series of synchronicities and just weird events. And then also I started my channel because of a dream I had that I was going to die in a year. And then through that dream, I was like, well, I want to share some stories online. So. Uh, I had been into psychedelics, and because I got, but I had gotten into DMT, smoking DMT, because I heard it was the closest you could come to having a near-death experience without dying. And I was always into near-death experiences because I was like, that's the only way to prove that there's life after death. And then through that, I got it. Just it just slowly snowballed into uh, the past life regressions and mediumship, and now healing. My God, (laughs) (laughs) but I fought it. I fought it hard. I did not want to believe in this.
1: Really was there was there a book? Or was there a, a, a DMT trip that you did where you're like, okay, this we're, we're inhabiting meat suits and there's something so much bigger than what we think we are.
2: Yeah. My first like a DMT trip, I, my body, I saw, I came out of, out of my body. I saw my body collapse into a ball of light. And then I went through a, a tunnel, met up with, the, met, met up with this other ball of light that I knew that I immediately recognized from before I was a human. Like that was mm-hmm. the thought, the, the first thought I had was like, you know, when you, um, If you run into someone that you used to do in elementary school, but you completely forgot they existed is is that exact same feeling where, uh, yeah, I was like, I know that ball of light. And then we went and we went on this like journey and she showed me all these things. She taught me stuff and, uh, it kept building me back this body and then destroying my body. And it destroyed my body in like six different ways. And, um, it kept showing, And I would always end up back at the ball of light. And so it was basically showing me over and over again. You are not your body. Stop thinking about your body. That's not you. And it was like, see your body. Break it apart. That's not you. You're this ball of light. So stop thinking about. Have that. you ever done ayahuasca? I have. Yeah, I've done it. Uh, well, six times. So about a year ago, I went down to Peru and did ayahuasca. And how does that?
0: Comp- versus- how does that compare to DMT? Like, what's the different experiences like? What does one give you versus the other?
2: Uh, well, ayahuasca gives you uh, diarrhea and vomiting. <laughs> 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 That's the one thing it gives you. Um, uh, I really, I, I didn't, a lot of people have mystical, cool experiences on ayahuasca. I had, uh, I had one, one where I hung out with God I've, and I've had DMT experiences where I hung out with God as well. But, um, the first ayahuasca experience was super tough. It felt like there was this, um, it was saying, it was saying we, but it was, ma- it made me really, really sick. And I was fighting it cause I didn't want to throw up. I didn't want to have the whole purging aspect. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was bullied for six hours and just incredibly sick. Um, and I didn't, I never wanted to do it again. I was like, I'm done. I'm walking away from this. I don't like, I'm just done. So I waited, I waited until everybody else had done it. And I'm like, well, other people have good experiences. Cause it was a, a treat, uh, a week long retreat. And I was like, if other people have good experiences, I will like be brave enough to try it. And they had a psychologist there. And I talked to the psychologist cause in the DMT trip, it said, um, you don't know what you're doing. You, uh, you, you should delete your YouTube channel. You don't, you shouldn't be talking about any of this sort of stuff. You don't know what you're doing. And then, uh, so then I went and talked to a psychologist and I was like, it wants me to delete my YouTube channel. And it was like really mean to me. And I like, I felt sick. I felt horrible. I don't want to do this again. And he goes, that's like common. He goes, um, just do it again a second time. I guarantee you, it'll be better. And he goes, if it's not better, you can come and punch me in the face. So I was like, okay, I'll <laughs> give it a it. shot. Yeah. yeah. And I did. And the second time I went, I I, I hung out with God and he was like answering questions for me. Well, the first, I shouldn't say that. The first like three or four hours of this experience, I was just in awe. I was just staring at this thing and this presence. And um, I was just dumbfounded. I'm like, of course, there's a God. Of course, there's an afterlife. Uh, of course, it's super loving because I was having doubts about that part as well because of the first experience. And uh, for the first, I guess, four, three to four hours of the trip, I couldn't think of anything to say. And I was like, "Oh, well, I can feel that this is going to wear off and I'm going to lose this connection um i said please don't leave me please don't leave me like i need this feeling and it goes I, i'm ne- I, um, i'll never leave you you just won't feel this connected but i'm always there i promise and then um and then i was like oh before the before the experience happened i said please i don't want to throw oh because i felt like i could a- answer ask questions in my head and it would answer me so the first question i asked was i don't want to throw up or the first thing i said was i don't want to throw up and it goes right. well you don't have to if you don't want to and I'm like, mm, OK, and then I felt myself getting really felt, felt myself starting to dry heave a little bit. I felt like I was getting sick and I go, "Well, you said I didn't have to throw up. And it goes, you haven't thrown up, have you? And I was like, OK, well, I don't want to dry heave either. And it's like, OK. And so all of a sudden that feeling went away. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, wow, this is really cool. Like, you're like listening to me. And she was like, well, I'm always listening to you and I'm always responding to you. But people, um, one, they're not specific enough in what they're asking for. So like, Oh, I want to be rich. Or I want to be healthy. Okay. You might be healthy in your next life or you might be healthy, you know, in 10 years. So you need to have, like, you, I need to ask specifically, and then you need to, what was the other thing? I don't remember right now, but so who? Um, like, hold on one sec. Who, yeah. who, yeah. like, who were you talking,
0: were you, were you talking to God? Were you talking to another angel? Who, who were you talking to?
2: That, that one felt like God. It was just this, but what it was, it was just like this, this. I wouldn't say Q, but it was like this very intricate uh, geometrical thing that was like building. And it'd be super intricate. And I'd be like, there's no way this is in my mind. This is super complex. And then it would just, it would break apart into something even more intricate. And it just kept like, it almost like it was showing off. It was like the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. This is even more beautiful and even more beautiful.
1: Alan, is this... Were you watching a TV screen? Were you watching a movie screen? Or was this you physically right now? Like right now, I'm talking into a microphone. I have a, a, a monitor in front of me. My cell phone's here. I got some trinkets around. I see this in front of me. Were you watching this in the screen? Or was it the Cube right in front of you, like right here? A, a, you felt physical. Did you feel your body in this experience?
2: Um. I definitely was it's like, if you walk outside, say if you if you go downtown in any city and there's massive buildings all around you, that's what it felt like. Like I was, I was, it felt massive and I was inside of it. So it's like being in the middle of downtown and looking around.
1: Really? Oh, so what you yeah. were, you felt you weren't watching it, but you felt like you were in it, like you were in the city or wherever this was.
2: Yeah. Just the same as like, you'd be watching a, a building. If, say right. a building was building itself in downtown and you can see other buildings off in the, the distance and it's just it, it just goes on seem, seemingly forever that's what it was like but were I was you, I would say it was in the environment
1: were you asleep when this was happening were you laying down flat were you sitting and meditating was this in your mind's eye
2: I mean it was the it was a, it was way more vivid and real than this. And I was, I was, I was sitting. Yeah. So I was sitting with my eyes closed because they don't want, they don't want you to lay down because if you're laying down, you could get sick and throw Mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. So you want, you want to be sitting, but it was like, I lost all, I was just there. It was like being in two places at the same time, but yeah, but I was more there than here.
0: So did that open, did that open up your third eye, so to speak?
2: Um, I wouldn't say that. I would just say it's given me that connection. So now whenever I want to be connected, I just remember that. I remember that experience.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: When you, so So. like, how has that affected you from day to day? Like you getting up, brushing your teeth, going to the bathroom, like putting on your clothing, does that experience
0: dealing with other people?
1: Yeah. Like do you, do people, you know, like do, do you feel that
2: experience in your soul? Yeah, but it makes it, I will say it's, it's actually made spirituality harder for me. How so so? when you, when you hear all these people talk about these experiences of, oh, it's angels or it's this, or it's, um, I don't know. I just haven't, I've never found anyone that describes spirituality in the way that I experienced it. If that makes sense. Right. Hmm. Right. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's not like what you see in uh, you know, a painting there. It wasn't for me. me.
0: Really? I watched your video on your website um, where you were explaining synchronicities Mm -hmm. and with evil dead and then, you know, seemingly (laughs) unconnected topics, and then you were able to connect them. Is that happening all around us all the time? We're, We're just not noticing, or is it very specific when somebody, when somebody or something wants to get your attention about something?
2: Mm, that's a good question. Um, it's happening to me. I feel like the more I'm in this, on this journey, the more often it happens. Like at the beginning I was writing them all down cause they were just like shocking to me. And I was trying to figure out, is it a message or is it the universe showing off? What is it? Um, but then they got to the point where they happen every few hours and I'm just like, okay, this is just like, right. I, I don't know. I've heard certain people tell me that they don't have synchronicities the way I do. They're just like, oh, I just see numbers. Oh, I just see eleven, eleven, or whatever. But right. I see if I have a conversation, I'll pick up my phone and I'll get on Reddit or YouTube, and then the very first video on there will be what we what I just talked about.
1: Yeah, right. So, you literally just yeah. said angels, like uh, just a few, you know, a few moments back. Mm-hmm. Um, are you familiar with archangels, with angels in themselves?
2: I, that's what I'm just starting to get into. So I'm very curious what you have to share. Okay. All right. Because <laughs> I, I didn't want- believe in angels until I had a, I did near, um what was, who was it? A Trisha Barker. I did an interview with Trisha Barker. She had a near-death experience and she talked about angels and the way that she talked about it, I was like, okay, I'll start to believe in these. So, so I'll, I'll the go way, down that. We, we
1: want, want this to be about you. We yeah. want the show to be about you. We want to hear about your channel and everything, but well. we have a story. Eric, do you want to, yes. you want me to start or? Well, yeah, no, just, we, we go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right. So basically I'll give you the, the, over the, for instance, Um, I was, I meditate frequently. So I was meditating down by my pool earlier in the summer of 2020 and something came right beside me. Now I don't do drugs. I don't, I drink a handful of times a year. It's just not my, not my thing. I don't, I don't disrespect it. I just, it's not my thing. And as I was meditating, this thing came down, this huge foot landed right next to me. And again, I wasn't stoned. I wasn't doing anything. I was sitting by my pool and meditating. And I looked up at this thing and he was gorgeous. He was gorgeous. He was ripped. He had massive angel wings. I'm getting the chills saying this. And he had this, he looked like like a Brad Pitt almost with like, with brown curly hair, these big eyes. And like his, his chest hair was shaved under the tunic. It was like thin chest, uh, t- tight to his uh, skin, t- chest hair. And I looked up and I swear to God, I saw, I, I'm like, what is this? And it was gone in a second. The next day, I had a medium reading with this gentleman by the name of George Anderson, who we just interviewed. His his show is live. Um, probably the gold standard in mediumship. Um, the guy is, he's the Cadillac of the industry. We're uh, going in for 30, 40 years, tells us things that no one on planet Earth can know. We lost our father three years ago. Uh, he had lung cancer. He beat it. And then COPD eventually got him. And before our father passed, my brother, Eric, and I said, you got to tell us the secrets of the universe when you get there, dad. Because we, th- we feel that connection. We knew there's something beyond. He's going to shed his body and he's going somewhere else. Don't know what it looks like. Don't remember what it looks like. And my dad came through and told George Anderson to tell me that the archangels are on tap for the slightest prayer. And you have to start researching Raziel and Metatron. And, my, and I'm like, what? I'm like, archangels? The what ingredient. the heck? Reading Psalms. Reading Psalms. I'm like, look into the Kabbalah, and we're like, okay. So I looked into Raziel, and on my life, on everything I own, this is who landed right next to me. legit landed right next to me, (laughs) looked at me, and then disappeared. And again, no drugs, okay? (laughs) No drugs, no drinking. Me meditating by my pool, not even sleeping. I was sitting up. And once you go down the Archangel rabbit hole, Alan. Whoa,
0: my God. They're especially um, responsive when you ask for attainable things. Things that are like kind of just out of reach. If you're gonna ask for a billion dollars, You're not going to get a billion dollars. But if you're going to say, I really want a house here, or you know, I I, can you please let me sell my house really quickly, or you know, I need this amount of money that's attainable just so I can get to like this level. That's where the magic really happens. And and I spell magic with a K. Our, Our dad,
1: our dad came through and literally told me to get this, but I'm not here to promote this guy. I don't know who he is. But the 72 Angels of Magic, Alan. We started working with oh, the what oh, we started working with the archangels over the summer. And it's like this, like if you believe in law of law of attraction, which I wrote the book on law of attraction, I wrote this book called just ask the universe. It's elementary school education. The archangels are PhD. What you're doing is PhD level stuff. Wow. You, uh, Archangel. So what have you, what do you know? What have you been learning about archangels and angels and everything?
2: Well, so, okay. I, I'm sorry for I, to
1: taking over. I apologize, but I had to say No, that
2: I, I'm going to go buy that book and listen to those podcasts. That sounds amazing. amazing. It's amazing. totally up my alley. Awesome. Um, so I, I was like, I was on the fence about, well, I, I got on to the Bleeding in Angels, but Archangels, I was like, whatever. I mean, I'd heard about Metatron because of the Metatron's cube, but um, just because like that sounds like a transformer. So it just stuck in my mind, right? Right. About a month ago, I was doing... Um, I do my energy healing and I have a Patreon group. So every Sunday I do it. And there's a couple of people on there that tend to get like psychic hits while I'm channeling energy. And I was doing the channeling. And afterwards I asked people for what their experiences was. And this one girl was like, I kept hearing this really weird name, like Meta, like Metatron, Meta, Mega. And I was like, Metatron? And she was like, she like, what is that? And I was like, that's an archangel. Like for her to come up with that word, she mm-hmm. didn't even, she didn't know anything about archangels. And the right. fact that she said that, and then someone else I, I got, cause they I'm only on zoom, there's all these different eyes or whatever, but like different right. faces and someone, I, someone else's eyes got really big and they're like, I heard that too. And I was like, Oh, oh, oh Hey, like oh, of all of the names, cause I won't, I don't go, Oh, 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 Arch, Arch, Oh, Archangel Michael was here that I'm like, mm, I rolled my eyes. I would roll my eyes because I'm like, that's what everybody says. Right. Like, no one says Metatron. No one pulls that out of their bag. Right. So yeah, right. that made me, no. that made me a believer.
0: It's, it's, it's very powerful and you can do it as much or as little as you want, where you can just kind of, you know, do some prayer in your head, or you can sit down and actually do the ritual with the sigil and, and do that whole type of thing. It's all very interesting. Uh, what I wanted to talk about is what you do on your, your channel daily energy healing. Okay. What is that? How does it work?
1: And be trained in that. Is that something that anybody can do?
2: I like to believe everyone can do it. Yes. Um, I, uh, I was into mediumship, but I was not into healing. Like I originally thought healing was something that, um, you know, it was a bunch of adults playing pretend right. when I first, when my friends would first tell me about it. And then I went and went to, a, I was at a mediumship course and this guy was doing healing and he did it. And it literally it felt like electricity was flowing through my body. All my, my, my eyes were twitching. Um, and then I went and talked to him afterwards. And I was like, I think you just changed my life. How do I do this? And he was like, you just do it. You don't, you don't need to take a course. You just, it's called getting in the power where you just kind of imagine a beam of light going through your body. You hold on to that feeling. And then you just imagine another beam of light coming down through your head and like out through your heart or out through your hands. And then, so I went back to, uh, I went home after that and I just would start texting people. Can I try this on you? Can I try this on you? And they said they could all feel it. And then, so I started just doing it professionally like I didn't never took a course on it I I just realized after after I got healed by that one guy Paul Jacobs we we'll have an interview with him as well on my channel yeah um after I got healed with him it's almost like I got turned on in a way it was like my eyes never my eyes always twitch whenever I'm around energy
0: when you say healed what were you healed from
2: yeah I shouldn't I don't like that word um it's they just call it, well, they call it spiritual healing. And it's just, uh, there's no real thing that you get healed from, I guess. You just get the energy and the energy, you just trust that the energy is doing something for you. And sometimes it's, sometimes it's physical, sometimes it's emotional, sometimes it's spiritual. Right. Um, sometimes you just don't even know what it's healing, but it's a lot of it's releasing past traumas and stuck emotions. That's what I say. Um, so, cause a lot of people, when they get when they get healed or when they receive the energy, they'll have body jerks and jolts. They'll feel heat. They'll feel body tingles. Um, a lot of people end up crying. Um, and I always say that's a release of past trauma. So a lot of things that we experience in our life, say we have a relationship and, uh, someone hurt us, but we're like, I'm not gonna let them know they hurt me. You know, that's taking your emotion. You're stuffing it down somewhere and you'll store it somewhere in your body. Um, and the longer and the more things you stuff in your body, the more it can uh, manifest itself later as a disease and illness, a right. sore back, neck, whatever. Um, and so it's just about releasing that.
0: Interesting, when you said that we, when you channel the energy through your head and then it go through mm-hmm. your body, when you pray to the angels, that's exactly what you're doing. Um, so that's actually pretty interesting. When you're when you're saying Raziel, you're supposed to say it and imagine lightning hitting your chest to open yourself up to the universe and open yourself up really? actually to the angels oh, yeah. so that could be kind of all linked together, which is like very, there, very interesting. Can't
1: be, like someone didn't like make this up, right? Like someone didn't say, well, just, you know, just imagine lightning shooting down on, on the archangel side. And then you just came in and said this, this healer. And I was just watching the interview. The guy was a, brilliant. That site, the medium in um, I think it was London, right? Yeah. Um,
2: Like, how,
1: you know, where do they learn this from? Where did he learn this from? Is this taught from generation to generation?
2: Yeah, I mean, they're they're called spiritualists, and spiritualists are really big in the UK. There's, and which is weird, as we came up with like spiritualism first started here in the US, and then mm-hmm. it just fell out of favor. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. They say like the spirits teach them, so it's right. it's interesting
1: oh well, the, the archangel yeah I mean the I'm sorry the Archangels definitely like you you feel it it's weird like with your spiritual healing I haven't done it yet and there, I have believe me I have some stuff that I would like to do I'm, I'm dealing with vertigo at this moment but like hmm. I would like to learn how to do this for people you know and and like would it could I just imitate what you're doing on your channel
2: that's what i tell everybody that's what um i think the only reason that i am successful in this is that i am crazy enough to believe that i can do it have you, you know?
1: gotten success stories have people written you and saying dude you you help my can, i mean can can you heal a physical
2: issue i have yeah really and then so what i do is i just uh, well it's not again i don't like to say i'm the healer i just channel the energy but what i do is i put a ball of white light on whatever i want to heal my eyes will twitch and whenever they're done twitching i say okay it's done and uh yeah but people say it's the some angels are working with me like everyone says a lot of people that watch me say that they see an angel like behind me putting his hand on my shoulder or whatever which is
1: Oh my God.
2: I go with it. I don't experience that so much, but I mean, well, I experienced something. There's definitely a surge of energy coursing through my body and then people can feel it. So
1: what do you, um, what have you healed? What, what has been the most like, wow, I can't believe I just helped that person.
2: The coolest one was there was this lady that was in the hospital and her mom or her daughter called or, uh, contacted me and was like, she's, you know, the doctors are saying she's not gonna make it through the night. Um, there's something they think, I think it was like in her pancreas. And then it was like, can you do anything? And then I was like, I mean, we can try. Sure. And then, so I did it, put the ball of white light on the, you know, the thing. I did it, but I, I heard in my head uh, where I got this feeling that she wasn't going to make it. And so I even told her afterwards, I was like, I don't, I don't think that's going to work. I'm like, I'm not sure if it's going to work, but I'll, I'm welcome to try it again. Right. And then uh, she was like, okay, I would love you to try it again. Cause like that the next day she like woke up and she was like, oh, she's showing some improvement. And I was like, okay. And she's like, we tried again. I tried it again. And, uh, then she, and she kept, and so I did it again. And that time I, it was like, all of a sudden I got this feeling that no, she is going to make it. And she did end up making it. And she had like the surgery and got it what w- removed, but she, the doctors weren't going to do the surgery at the beginning because they thought she was like going to die. Mm-hmm. That's not really, I'm trying to think of a second think of a better story than that one. That's pretty um, amazing, and, man. <laughs> well, and then, and then she, and she thinks that it was because of me. Like she, she went and she met me at like a, a live thing that I went and done and she was totally healthy now, came and hugged me and she oh was God. just like, Oh, I think you're the real deal. And I was like, I don't know about that. Like I didn't do anything. And she was like, that's why I think you're the real deal. Cause you won't take credit for it. And I was like, uh, uh. you know, I always get <laughs> shy about it. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, but there's people, I'm trying to think of something specific. There was someone who had breast cancer who came to me and she said, it, the doctor said it went away. So, Interesting. and then she's still... But mostly what I think for most people, it's opens up spiritual gifts for them. So the one lady that said she saw Metatron, she wasn't psychic at all. She started coming to me uh, when I I used to, I used to be really shy about this. I wouldn't even get on the phone and I would only do all my um, uh, healings or my sessions over text message. So I did a a session over text message with her and she emailed me the next day and she's like, you probably get this all the time, but you know, it's been four days. I still feel like my body is pulsating and she goes, now I can, like when I'm talking to people, I can just. I know what they're going to say before they say it. And she was like, you have literally changed my life. And I was like, okay, like cool. And then, but she's still around and she, she's now the one that saw Metatron and like she, her gifts just keep expanding. And so
0: like in the,
2: in the worst, like
0: I have trouble meditating. I have, I want to um, be more intuitive, um, but it's very hard for me. I'm very, I'm very cluttered. So would, I mean, could you help me do that?
2: the energy can help you do that for sure and then so what i started doing with my live healings is i've started incorporating theta binaural beats and that helps people relax and get people in that the mode Mm -hmm. um but yeah no and then a lot of people too when they come to me they they don't feel the energy right away and i say so i think what we are we're like we're two different things we're like a you know a straw um like a coffee straw super thin you can't get very much liquid through it Mm -hmm. so the more you do this sort of work the bigger your straw gets until eventually your straw is like a tube and a lot of energy can flow through you. But mm-hmm. a lot of people come to this with a really thin straw and you're, you can't feel much, you can't get much, um, light through your body. So that's one thing. Uh, that's one analogy I use. And the other analogy I use is like, say, you know, like a drainage ditch or say, we're, say we're one size our whole life. But the, and when, when as you're, as you, when you're a kid, you can get a lot of energy flowing really easily because you don't have anything gunking it up. Mm-hmm. And the, the longer you live, the more things that you kind of get clogged in your drain, your drain gets restricted, more restricted until eventually, uh, you know, you can barely feel anything. It's, you know, the water takes a long time to drain. So I've called this work, uh, spiritual Drano. <laughs> it goes through, cleans out your tube. And the, the more you do it, the more clear you get, then you will start twitching and you will start feeling things in your third eye will open. Do you, do you uh, but, yeah. see it?
1: Do you see like, if you're healing someone, do you see the energy going through that person?
2: Mm, no, because I, I kind of imagine the, I mean, I can, but it's usually a, a blank person that I put in front of me, like a blank avatar. And I'll put like a ball of light around what I want to heal. So I see the ball of light more than the actual right. person. And then I just move the ball of light around right. and uh, I wait for my eyes to stop twitching. So, but I, what I always say to people that don't believe it is put the, put it on around a child or an animal because they're super sensitive to energy. And a lot of people will say, oh, my dog that, you know, never comes near me is now always comes and sits on my lap as soon as the video starts. Or I have videos on my Instagram of them showing just turn on around a kid. The kid doesn't have to meditate. You don't have to meditate. I don't think anybody needs to meditate to feel this. Um, And there's people that do. There's people that have tried not to meditate. So they said, oh, I didn't really believe in this, what you're doing. So I had the video on while I was doing housework, but I felt the energy so much that I had to go lay down. So it works that way for people, too. Do you but like kids? Yeah.
1: No, ahead. I'm just saying do you get colds? Like do you get like, you know, a sore throat or something and you you could heal that with energy?
2: Mm, yeah. I have used it on myself. They say it's harder for a healer to heal themselves. So I always say healers need healers. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. it's just it's just one of those things that's just hard for us to do to ourselves. But I do try it on myself. I get really worn out from the energy. Um, if you watch my videos, it's I was really shy to show it at the beginning because it it's it's literally like someone plugs me into an electrical outlet or puts a taser on me. And it's just like my, my body tenses up and, Mm -hmm. uh, my eyes twitch and my, it feels, I feel like I look really weird. And so I don't like people to watch me. Um, but it's, I definitely, I mean, it's undeniable when it's happening.
1: And can anyone go back to those videos and be healed from those videos? Or does it have to be live?
2: Yeah, no, like a lot of my original videos. And I even have a whole healing channel called shaman Oaks healing. And they were all pre-recorded videos. Okay. And, uh, I always say, also, if you don't believe in this, go and just read through the comments, especially the very first healing video I have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called like healing experimentation. It's only like 10, 15 minutes long, but I think there's like 300,000 views or 200,000 views, but thousands and thousands of comments of people all saying similar things. If I felt all sorts of things, People and the people have mediumship experiences, through it, which I find interesting because it's just it's all love and light, which I hate that because it's so cliche, but that's what it is. Like, all I'm doing is channeling light and through that light, um, anyone you have a love connection to can come through. So people will have a loved one come through during the actual session or they've had it come through during a, um, a pre-recorded or they'll have it later on that night. So for whatever reason, it opens a portal, even though I don't even like really like saying that word because it sounds too woo woo, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's like, that's what it does. Um,
1: that's what you're not. That's what I, I'm sorry, Eric, but that, that's what you're not. You're, <laughs> you're like, you know, I saw you and you're not woo woo. You know, you don't, you don't look, you don't have that image. You, you look like a dude who like plays Warzone on Call of Duty.
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, Thank question. you. I take that as a compliment.
0: No, no, no. It's, it's great. Um, question about mediumship. How did you develop that? And like, what came first? Was it energy healing? Was it mediumship kind of all at once? Like what, what was your order of enlightenment?
2: Uh, It was mediumship, but I think that's also something that I was born with. So when I was a kid, I saw ghosts Mm -hmm. and I hated it. And it it wasn't around until about eighth grade that it turned off. And then I could be a normal kid because I'd always like sneak into my parents' room and sleep in their room or sleep next to my sister's bed because I just hated being alone because I would just see things and hear things. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but that turned off around eighth grade and then I was nothing. And then when I started meditating, just because they, you know, people suggest that to, you know, be more successful or be a better, you know, human. Um, I started seeing people when I meditated that I didn't know, like looking at me, I never, I never heard anything, but I would see them looking at me like they were talking to me, but I couldn't hear them. And it weirded me out. And so then I stopped meditating and I didn't meditate again for like a year or two, because I was like, I don't want to open whatever I had as a kid. I don't want to open that back up again. Cause I don't want to be scared to sleep by myself. Cause that's like, I'm a grown-ass man. That's, that's stupid. So, <laughs> um, uh, But it was like occasionally I just would dabble back into it. I'd be like, well, because I would have a lot of, um, I don't know if it's anxiety or stress or what, but that's, I think, a reason I would get back into meditation. And then I, I kept seeing these people. And then one day I was like, you know what? Just who cares? Let's see where this goes. Mm-hmm. And uh, started having more and more mediumship experiences. Then I started taking like a little a course on it. No, what happened is, I was around some girl at work that I knew her father was dead, um, but I wasn't trying to be a medium. I was walking around with her getting lunch and all of a sudden when I was eating food, I was, I kept smelling cigarette smoke on these two fingers. And I was like, why do I have cigarette smoke on my fingers? And, um, so then I, that night I just randomly went home and I was like, how do you know if you're a medium? And I started watching this video and he was like, it's very common for mediums to smell smoke like mm-hmm. cigarette smoke. And I was like, no way. And I was like, oh, wait, it's like her dad is dead. And I was like, I'm going to go when I go into work tomorrow, I'm going to ask her if her dad is dead. And I was, or I, if her dad was a smoker, because I had no idea. Right. And I was like, okay, this is a really weird question. I apologize if this is like completely out of left field, but uh, I know your dad is past, but was he by chance a smoker? And she goes, yeah, why? And I was like, well, because yesterday when I was hanging out with you, I kept smelling smoke on my fingers. And then she just immediately teared up and she's like, I smelled that too. And I was like, mm-hmm. whoa. And I just, So from then on, I just started like looking into it more, watching more videos, went to go see another medium, even though I, even though I had that experience, I still would fight it. And I was like, that was a crazy, it was a coincidence. Maybe you smell, maybe it was, you know, I kept giving all these excuses in my head. So I was like, well, I'm going to go watch a medium, a professional medium. Her name is Fleur, who's really popular in LA. And I watched her and she was like, she read people on either side of me and was doing, uh, just amazing evidence that I was like, wow, I, she's, she's legit. And she, right before she got off stage, she goes, she pointed to someone. She was like, Oh, before I go, last thing is, was your dad a smoker? I just smelled smoke on my fingers. And I was like, "What?" That's like that, I literally just said that to a friend. It was like two days before that. And I was like, okay. And I walked up to her afterwards and I was like, And I told her everything that had been happening to me. And I was like, what do I do? And she's like, come take a course. Like I'm teaching these courses. And she goes, you don't have to do the beginner's course. You can do this advanced course. Right. And so I did that. And then from then on, it was, uh, it just kept snowballing. But at the same time, I have to say, I still fought it for a year, two years. I still would go, this is too weird. This is too crazy. I'm maybe I've gone crazy. Like maybe I need to go talk to a psychiatrist because this just doesn't seem, this isn't normal right so
1: it's, do you do you go to like Starbucks and you to, you're talking to the barista and you know she's like here's your caramel macchiato and her her father's coming through does that happen to you where you'll get, mm. you'll get
2: images no
1: our mother no, does like
2: that. our mother that'll happen to our mom well see that's a reason why I don't think that's why I don't like to do mediumship so much is that I don't feel like it's as strong as everyone else that I hear like right. I've had experiences that I can't deny but when I hear yeah there's people that like your mom that I'm not. I've never been like that. So.
0: So you're not actively. You're not a practicing medium. Mm-mm, so no. So it's you're, still.
2: Go ahead. I, the reason, and I don't like mediumship. One, I guess, um, it's super hard for me um, to trust it because it sounds so much. It feels so much like your imagination. Yes. So, yes. and then it's really easy to taint the information with whatever you're thinking about. And yes. so I've just seen so many people and I've even had, I had a reading with somebody, I guess is what took me off of the track because I was doing a reading for somebody. And, uh, through the course of the reading, I could find out that, uh, it, his daughter died back in like the early nineties. And through the course of the reading, I found out he he was driving the car. He fell asleep, That's killed funny. his daughter. Or right. his daughter died because he fell asleep. And the whole time during the reading, I, I was like, you were driving your car and another car hit you. And he was like, no, like you were driving a car and then something else happened. I kept trying not to make it his fault because I didn't want to say that, you know, it just, it tore me up inside to, to say you fell asleep and ended up killing your daughter. Like I just, it just, I was like, whoa, this is, and you could hear the pain in his voice of how much guilt he's been carrying for 20 years. And I was like, like this is re- like this is actually like really tough and heavy for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I first got into it because I was like, oh, this is this is a cool like party trick. And I was just like, I'm just not, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm ready for it. Right. So I kind of like backed away.
1: That's what our and mom I- said. Our mom said, you have to, you gotta be full force into it. Like there's no really like half ass mediumship because we'll we'll do live readings with her on Wednesday nights, 8 30 p.m. on our channel. And like she will get people. She will legit like meet people that she's never spoken to before, and you know,
2: I don't yeah, know. No, it's a it's hundred percent real. Like I am a definitely believer. I just don't know how I feel about myself doing it. I always say like, oh, if I'll see if I had an angel foot step, you know, land next to me, then I that would change right. how I view things. But I've I don't have those experiences. I haven't seen a ghost. People always ask, "Oh, have you do you see ghosts like walking around?" No, like I haven't. No,
1: right. we used to see a ghost when we were young. We there was a ghost in our in our middle house, and there was this dude that just would walk past on the hallway consistently
0: Constantly every day on loop. And I didn't I, I didn't really believe it until I invited one of my friends over, and I'm like, "Sit down here, look out the corner of your eye. What do you see?" He's like, "I see a white kind of <laughs> ball of light passing through." Every everybody saw it, so it was wow. a very pronounced type of ghost. So, what is uh, Shaman Oaks? What does that name mean? Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. where did you come up with that? It's like super cool. I thought your name was Shaman
2: Oaks. Yeah, that's what I, I try to tell people that it's it's not, or I want people to know it's not because people will think I'm a shaman. Um, So again, like I started up my YouTube channel because of psychedelics and I didn't want anyone to know who I was. And I was currently living in Sherman Oaks, California. So gotcha. one day I was driving to work and I saw a license plate that said Sherman Oaks. And my friend had jokingly been calling me a shaman because I was super into DMT and ayahuasca. Mm -hmm. and uh so i was like oh shaman oaks is a funny clever name that you know people will remember and then it just kind of stuck so i just like shaman oaks everything shaman oaks.com shaman oaks you know instagram just because it's but it's the name of the channel i like to think it's it's a place not a person but it works i slowly i've slowly evolved into basically a a shaman because they are mediums and healers and so it's like it's interesting how you know life takes you on a path
0: sense we um when when my mom was really starting to practice her uh mediumship I'm like, mom, I'm like, we got to do this. We really, we, we have to do this. And then Michael came with her birthday present. Yeah. And, and so then it was her he,
1: one square foot of, of land in Scotland. My wife and I bought her one,
0: one square foot of land in Scotland. So it made um, her a lady. So then we, so then we called her now her, her, her psychic her medium name is lady Phyllis. So we got ladyphyllis.com. So it just kind of all. And she's like, that.
1: she's meet, She's reading with people. She read someone. From, this is the craziest thing. I had a good friend that I connected with on Facebook. And mind you, Eric and I just joined Facebook about four months ago. So like that's how like late, late to the game we are on Facebook. And we connected with this girl on Facebook who wanted to connect with her mother. And she saw our mom doing live psychic readings. And she's like, I'd love to get a reading. I said, sure. I connected them. A girl that I went to high school with died of breast cancer and came through for this friend that... That that was getting the reading that I knew the girl that died of breast cancer. I used to hang out with her in elementary school, and I had no idea she was even dead. Her name was Allie. Uh, I don't want to say her name or anything, but like her her last name. But like my, there's no way I didn't even know it, right? And like this whole thing where mediums go, they say, "Oh, you can look it up on YouTube and 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 Facebook and look it up on your profiles." Man, the stuff our mother comes through, or the stuff that we get through Thomas John or
0: George. You can't Google essence of people. You know what right. I mean? Like that, you you can't right. you can't search that on Facebook. You can search memes on Facebook, but like you can't search the essence of who somebody was or currently is. So this goes yeah. this goes back to what we had
1: before with the archangels. Eric went to the same guy, the same medium, about two three months after I went. And my dad made this guy, George Anderson, probably the best medium again in have the world. Heard,
2: have you ever heard of George?
1: Do you know George Anderson?
2: Uh, the name sounds familiar, but I'm not familiar with him.
1: We'll, we'll change your life. It's like a DMT trip without smoking anything. Yeah, really and truly. There's life before George and there's life after George. A reading with George wow. Anderson. And our dad came through and he literally bought us something through this guy. So he bought us the seven archangel seal. Mm-hmm. Let me see. I don't know if I could. Can not focusing but yeah yeah. well it's the seven archangels deal and he's like use this for protection in 2020 you know so like the stuff that they're doing i like we were just getting into the archangels then and our dad made this guy go on amazon saying buy this for both of my sons and my wife so uh, you feel more i we feel more connected with our father he's not here there's something to it again that energy right that um do you feel that um how do you how do you deal with haters? Like so Eric and I are finally dealing with haters. We, we finally have a group of people that absolutely want to punch us in. Yeah, the I have face. a guy
0: using my profile picture <laughs> yeah, on, just, on the internet and he's like, you know, making up fake Twitter accounts. And like, I'm like, cool. I this like is it. great. Like we made yeah. it.
1: Like we did it. How do you deal with haters? Because you're dealing with some really touchy subjects.
2: Well, that's why I, I also, I just take it as a badge of honor when it happens. Like the fact that people care that much, then I think that's, it's interesting. Um, for with, I always just tell people to try it. I say, don't believe me, like, do not come to this, believe you don't have to believe in it, but you just have to be open to it. And then just, just be open to it. That's all I really ever tell anybody. And, um, cause I understand I was, I said mean things about mediums and healers too. So it's like, I completely get it. Um, but if if they get too mean, then I just well, I just block them. Right. So that's the beautiful thing.
1: <laughs> I have I have a million questions for you, Alan. How did sure. you How did you get from seeing ghosts and being scared when you were a kid and kind of knowing that there is something there to becoming an atheist, which is the complete opposite of what you're doing now? Like, how did you kind of flip flop back and forth? It, it,
2: it was all in college. I took a course called uh, the history of religion. And it was saying that, you know, at the beginning, people didn't know why the sun moved, sun god. Why don't water water god or rain god, you know, everything out of god if they couldn't figure it out. And then uh, as science progressed, if they figured out, okay, the sun moves because of this, we don't need a sun god. Uh, the moon moves because of this, you know, we don't need a moon god. And it was, and I just kept thinking, well, if, if there was always one god, how come he didn't say so from the beginning? And uh I don't know, I just, I just started, it just felt... I think and there was the, 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 there's a little documentary on YouTube. I don't know if it's a documentary or not called Zeitgeist. And it was talked about how it's, you know, the Jesus and all of that sort of stuff is um, just based on uh, pagan traditions. Yep. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just started, and there was things in the Bible that I couldn't, I grew up um, in a household where you say you cannot, everything in the Bible is a hundred percent the way it's supposed to be. Man didn't make anything up. And then when I was reading things about Jesus was saying like, you know, he never said slavery was wrong. He never said, um, he said the proper way to treat a slave. But he never said slavery is wrong. And then I was just like, that's not, I can't get on board with that. Like right. there's certain things in the Bible I just can't get on board with. And um, a psychologist told me once upon a time that I say everything in black and white. And that's what happened. I was like, either I'm hundred percent in or hundred percent out. And so wow. I just, I was like, I'm out. But um, yeah, then I just slowly got back into it.
1: But like the idea, like, so Eric and I are technically, I mean, we're atheists in that same respect. I don't believe in religion. I think religion's fun to cook with your wife and family and have Christmas and open the presents and the traditions of it, I don't think there's a guy in the
0: sky. There's no guy. I think heritage is incredibly important, where your family came from, what they died for, who who they died for. You know, I think that's what makes me not follow a religion, but to be proud of who I am and what my heritage was. But like, but you don't not. think there's a
1: guy in the sky pointing to you and saying, you're going to hell. And like George Carlin once said, and he loves money, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a guy in the sky and he loves, <laughs> give me money, 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 money. <laughs> you know, like I, I don't buy that for one second. And no offense to the people right. that do do believe in that stuff. Good for them. But for me, it's something so much like the way your experiences were when you left your body. There's something so much bigger out there. I mean,
2: yeah. So, and then there's the and then uh I think near death experiences helped me. I binged watch near death experiences. I couldn't, I would never I wouldn't watch the ones where they you could tell they were uh where they had yeah. a religious axe to grind. Yes. But the ones like atheist and agnostic people that have religious uh, near death experiences where they say they meet God and God is all loving, he doesn't care, you know, there's no hell. And I'm like, okay, that I can actually I can believe that. And right. so it took me watching probably hundreds. So when I get into something, I watch all of them. So the same Thank thing you. with mediumship. Um, I really liked uh, John Edward when I was with the show crossing over yep. and so when I was going to get back into mediumship I I literally I think I binge watched. there's a playlist on YouTube and it was like 200 something John Edward videos I put that on twice I went through every single one of those twice and I was like mm, okay yeah he's he ridiculous he's yeah.
1: ridiculous Thomas John is really good he was also on our podcast Thomas John yeah. he is the Thomas John experience on CBS have you watched that
2: I haven't but I've had a lot of friends talk about him and Thomas is yeah great. he's he's great. A-, a plus a plus he's, he's yeah. really really good
0: yeah so what yeah. is uh
2: what's the future for shaman oaks what what are your plans and if you have <laughs> to drink, go right ahead oh um it's just i my goal right now is to get uh energy healing to as many people or get people exposed to it as as many people as possible because my whole thing is uh it's so life-changing when you experience it that i don't understand why more people aren't um aware of it cause I had never really heard of it. I heard of healing, but what I experience or what I do, it's different. It's, it's a visceral thing that you can't deny. Like you cannot deny it when your eyes start twitching on their own or your arms start twitching. Um, or you feel this pulsing in your body. You can feel electricity going through your body. Like it's just, it's undeniable. So like with a lot of spirituality, you can go, well, I did, did I imagine that. Is it in my head? You know, um, I personally can talk myself out of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You can't talk yourself out of this once you experience it. So I want more people to experience it so that it can also be studied by science. So have
1: you, I just one second, Eric. When you, uh, I was watching your ayahuasca stuff, your videos, and you said the second trip that you had and you walked in and it was Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, Six Flags Great Adventure. It was when someone says, oh, there's a park down the road. And there's a really fun park, but it's a slide and it's a sand pit. And you can go into that park. And then when you go to that park and it's 10 magic kingdoms in one, and we're big Disney people, we, we love. (laughs) So like, is, is that really what it's like when you, when you go to that side, wherever our father is or wherever your loved ones are, is that really what it's like? Like some big freaking amusement park.
2: Oh, I just use the amusement park analogy in meaning that, uh, yeah. When I say like you go to it, you go to a park and this the park, the only park that you've ever heard of has a slide and, you know, and a swing set. And to you, that's like the pinnacle. That's the highest you can ever imagine. Right. It's the highest, uh, the, yeah, it's the biggest thing you can imagine. So, but when you actually die or when you actually go to the other side, it's, yeah, it's, it's like every amusement park ever combined in one when you had no idea music parts even existed. Like you had only know of, of you know, you know, slides and swing sets and merry-go-rounds it's amazing. What an analogy. It, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's astounding. It's, it's, it's it, you, like when people say you can't put it into words, you really can't like, that's why it's so hard for so many people to talk about it is right. because it's, it's like trying to describe a color to a blind person. You just can't do it. Like what does red look like?
1: Right, right. Uh, so, your interview with Peter Panagore um, was, was the interview that turned me on to your channel. Uh, you know, I was looking up near death experiences. Like you, yeah. binge watched them all,
0: and also, FYI, we're having Eben Alexander. Um, yeah, we just got him. Yeah, on I can, I can oh, give yeah. you
1: his uh, assistant's email if you want to get him on your show. He seems well, very open to talking about this, and we're big proof of heaven fans. Um, but you, I'm trying to get Peter Panagor on. I, I would. Oh, we'll, he'll do it. Will he? I emailed him. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard back, but if well, you I'll, can, I'll
2: message him, sure. Yeah, that'd be
1: amazing. We'd yeah. love, yeah. to like that. The NDEs.
2: Um, that have would you, still, have you ever had one. Have you ever had an NDE? No, I mean the no, I haven't. But the second that second ayahuasca or the second uh, DMT experience was it's similar to a lot of theirs, where it turns where people talk about turning into a ball of light. But I haven't. No, I was perfectly alive when I did it. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: So can so you can become an energy healer without having to do DMT or ayahuasca? Yeah, 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 yeah. These are just more experiences,
2: just so you can expand. I only did it to, because I wanted to believe in something. So yeah. in, uh, like I, I was into near the near death experiences. Cause I'd heard of those. I mean, you know, I was agnostic at the time, but I was like, okay, are all these people like making it up? And then somehow I came across a DMT and it just, in this book, I read DMT, the spirit molecule. Yeah. And it in it he talks. Too. It was a movie. Yeah. Too. Yeah. The, the book is a little bit more, it's all these like case studies. So it's a little bit more technical, but, um, Yeah. I mean, that's the reason I did it. And I was, I was really depressed at the time and I was ready to die. If, if that's, you know, I was ready to take that next step. And so, um, yeah, when I smoked it and I had that experience, it was, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was life-changing. It just really was. I don't really, I don't don't recommend it. I don't say people should do it or they need to do it. And I still don't do it all the time. Like I haven't done it in years. Mm -hmm. Outside of ayahuasca, I hadn't touched anything in probably five years, but, um, it's definitely because people go to that, those sort of substances usually when they're lost and they right. want some sort of answer. And that's what I was at the time. I was super lost and just, I wanted something. I wanted to know if I could believe in something. I guess that's a better way of saying it because I did want to believe in something. I wanted to believe in the truth, whatever the truth was.
1: Do you now though, do you know that for a fact, undeniably, it's like, I went to a medium once and I said, is there really an afterlife? And he says, do you love your children? I said yes. He's like, or but do you believe you love your children? You can't believe there's an afterlife. You have to know. You have to love that there's an afterlife. You, there's no belief in it. There is
2: an afterlife. Do you believe that? Yeah. Well, it's it's not again. It's not a belief. It's a knowing. It's, it's like a, right. I don't. Right, I don't. Right. I don't believe that this is a. I know this is water. Like right. I right. know this is in my hand. Yeah. I know. Right. I do. Yeah. Yeah. If it's a I'm not
1: scared of-, of death. You're not.
2: Mm. Hmm.
1: How how old are you if you don't mind my asking? 39. Are you really? Okay. Yeah, yeah you, I'm 42. <laughs> oh,
0: oh go. Go. turning yeah. turning 38 in uh, January. Yeah. So, yeah. have you ever considered uh, writing a book? Yes, I was going to ask that too. Uh,
2: I mean, I I say that all the time in my head whenever something goes wrong in my life uh, or that I'm not happy about, I just go, "Well, that's a, that's a chapter in the book." But yeah. no, I have never I don't feel like I've gotten. I don't feel like I've accomplished anything yet to ha- have a book. To be honest, a
1: hundred thousand YouTube subscribers, You've done DMT and ayahuasca. I feel that and you're, you're an a, and you're an energy healer. You're that's an energy pretty, healer. Pretty I think interesting story. I think there's a hundred pages there, Alan. You know, I think.
2: Like, you, you <laughs> there, <definitely> yeah, like, <laughs> I guess I just don't know what the ending would be. It would just be like eh, you know, and to be continued. So but, I guess that's.
1: But the ending is it's for it's perpetual. It, it it's never gonna end. You're like you came onto the show and you're kind of getting into archangels, and we've been into archangels now for six but now, months. But
0: we knew nothing about energy healing.
1: And we're, I'm taking a dive after this is over and I'm going to start so I have I've been so dealing with vertigo w- for will a you year. do will you do private energy healing? Yeah, I was gonna ask that too.
2: I mean I will for you guys if you want it, sure. If that's what you're asking, but I don't. I right now I stopped doing one on ones because I want to do my group stuff. So everything I do now is free, and it's all everything is donation based. So, um, which interesting that you brought up Aben Alexander. I just because uh, do you know Sacred Acoustics is yeah, yeah yeah. So I actually been talking to Karen, and I now use one of their binaural beats on my. Really? Yeah. So really. The yeah, theta, would- theta binaural beats helps people relax. Mm-hmm. So that's all, cause all you really need to do is to get relaxed to, for, to experience energy. And, uh,
1: yeah, so You're, I, 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 th- I mean, we still have a few minutes, your past lives. We try getting Dr. Brian Weiss on the show. My mom, our mom is obsessed with Dr. Brian Weiss. I read his book when I was very immature. So I was like,
0: ah, I don't really believe in this. And she, we actually had, she had somebody come to the house to do past lives. Right. And and I kind of remember, but I don't know if it was my imagination or not, but my right. mind, my mind automatically glows there now where I just, it's like old West. And I just imagine like cowboy hat and in a bar, in a saloon type of setting. And I thought that, and then as it was happening, I'm like, this is, Bullshit. or you like, know, like right. did I, you watch, I, I, did like, you watch I, back I, to the
1: future three the, the week before and you're thinking man was i right. was i listening to doc and marty so i don't know
0: but i automatically i i don't remember my dreams i don't remember a lot of things i have a really bad memory
2: mm-hmm. but i remember that so i don't know do, do you remember your dreams alan yeah i have very vivid dreams and i don't always remember all the details but yeah, yeah. I'm a very vivid dreamer and past lives you so you were burned at the stake right? I, one of them. Yeah. 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 My, so that was like my second one. The first one like, it helps when you can, um, figure it out. So like the very first one I had, I was on a ship, uh, I was British and I saw a Japanese guy come up and shoot me with an old timey one shot pistol. And I came out of it going, well, did the British ever even fight the Japanese? Like they're, that's super far away, especially in the terms, especially in the days with one shot pistols, uh, single shot pistols. And then, so I Googled it and there was, ex- there was one war where they fought called the, in the opium war uh, and like 69 British soldiers died. And so I was like, I know I didn't know that. Right. So I know. Right. So that that's, I don't know that one helps push me over the edge into believing it for myself. But yeah, I always say just do something for yourself. You don't have to believe in it. You don't have to believe other people's stories. Just go try to have an experience of your own. Do that's- you, th- do
0: you think that there is a, an awakening happening now? Uh, you know, cause we, we actually, we were talking about it on our, on our live show on Wednesday where, we're going into the age of Aquarius now. Do right. you think that, that, that there is going to be a shift where. That this year was the
1: the dark night of the soul. This 2020 was, was the finale. And now we're going into another 2000 years of connectivity of higher consciousness. That's what, that's what the age of Aquarius. And we've heard that from a few mediums.
2: I mean, I've heard that. I just don't, I don't know what I, how I feel about it. I mean, it certainly makes sense. Um, I just don't, I just met too many people uh, that say, Oh, I'm awakened or whatever, but they're, they're not like they're terrible people, you know? So I just like, (laughs) I don't like, I don't, I don't like using that term because it just seems like the, the thing that everyone's saying these days. So, right. Right. But yeah, I mean, I, the fact that I'm doing this and that there's, so when I first got into mediumship, it would, and I would take a course, it would be almost all girls in the room. And I'd be like the one single dude. Um, but then, Now there's like so many guys showing up to my live streams. There's so many guys like talking about mediumship. And I was like, so something's happened because I can definitely see how the demographics have changed over the past like three years. I
0: think it goes in line with the internet and just YouTube and connectivity and how it's just information is spreading so fast. And in my opinion, there's so much proof. There's never been so much proof in the world about near death experiences, about mediumship, about energy healing. We have so much proof now. I really think the next ten years it's going to explode into into the world.
1: I think you. I, I, I
2: agree. I agree. I think yeah. You're leading
1: the charge, though, Alan. I really think that you're you're one of the guys. It's it's hard to find good content on YouTube, and you're definitely well, leading the real charge.
0: Content. It's real yeah. content.
1: Yeah. Like you have the experiences to talk about. You know, like your your near death experience interviews. Uh, obsessed. Obsessed. They're brilliant really really Thank good you. you're asking you're, you're asking interesting questions it's it's not dry it's not boring you know yeah,
2: i mean because it's probably what you guys do though because you're just interested in the topic and you want to know like so i read, read those books and i'd be like wow, i want to ask this question no one ever asked yes. this certain question so yes. it's like, I'm gonna, i want to interview you so yeah yeah that's exactly doing that's, the same
0: yeah we're, that's exactly yeah, right we like we love interviewing youtubers and and
1: influencers and people who've had these experiences like you know, we did the George Anderson interview, and, you know, he said it's really interesting hearing from his client's perspective that, you know, someone that he's been reading for 40 years and then asking these questions, he doesn't interact with his his clients. Same thing with Eben Alexander. I can't wait to talk to him, but, like, we couldn't wait for this particular podcast. You really have something special with Shaman Oaks. I hope you never go back to atheism. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, I hope you go for, like double down, man. Look into the archangels. Start working. I will. I'm going to look at that book too. Yeah, I have. this a. My dad gave me a list of books through this medium, and I have all the books: Wealth Magic, 72 Angels of Magic, The Power of the Psalms. Bro, it's it's lev- it's Mario Brothers leveling up. And oh, that was amazing when you said that it was like a video, like we're in a video game console, right? That we're mm-hmm. an 8-bit Mario. We're gamers, Eric and I. We've been playing video games our entire life. We have not stopped. Can you explain to our audience what, what you experienced in that? I think that was part two of Ayahuasca or yeah i think that was, think that was part two yeah. yeah so it was
2: one of the things that i asked or god just kind of showed me it was like this all this knowing it was like a download even though i hate that word too um yes. but it was uh basically what we're what we're experiencing is one game of one video game console everything we're experiencing, even angels god uh, uh, past life regressions everything is just one is in like say the original mario but where, where I was was outside of all the video game consoles. And that's one one game on one game console. There's multiple games for each game console. And there's multiple higher um, game consoles. So there's Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, GameCube, whatever. And uh, the graphics get better and better. Like the what we're experiencing now is like the lowest of the low. It's like an 8 Mario compared to HD 4K, you know, Mario or whatever. I don't know. Mario Galaxy. It's like that's the, the, the difference is that's vast in terms of how little we've scratched the surface with existing
1: so what's the point of this then is this to come back and like what you said experience emotions is that really what it's all about
2: i see so that's when i have, that's what i haven't figured out yet um right. so sometimes i think it's if if you looked into the law of one the raw material
1: no no
2: okay he it's like that's what's um uh, th- that's what it's about saying that we're all just trying to get either, uh, love, love of other, wait, service of self or service to others. So that's the actual, the, the distinction we have right now. And so the more that you're service to others, the higher you go up on, think of it like as a magnet, the more positive polarized you get. And then service to self is the more negative polarized you get. And each side is trying to get, is trying to, um, what's the word, um, purify or become the most of that like hundred percent pure of of love of others or love of love of self and but both are there's neither one is wrong because god is both god is everything so that's what i always try to say is god is everything so there is no like wrong it's just the dark side there's the dark side and there's the light side but the dark side is still part of god because god is everything
1: when you saw god what 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 did it look like because i don't think god is a male or female i think it's both but like what did it look like what did it feel like
2: it's just a presence so it's it's just a an overall you feel like you're like i think i call the video the title of the video in or the title of one of the videos inside god God, like that's that's what i felt like i was um it feels like everything it's like it's the weirdest thing because you can't really put it into words No, i don't believe it's a male i don't believe it's it's female um but it's just this it feels just incredibly powerful and incredibly loving at the same time. Like it's just, I haven't ever found a good analogy outside of that. Um, Really? You
1: killed it with the eight bit and you did amazing with the amusement park stuff. I mean like (laughs) right then and there, it's like, Oh, I
0: I get Uh, what that looks like. You know, cause a a lot, what I've heard about God is that God is like a collective consciousness or collection of souls of everybody who's kind of ever existed. And we kind of we're there and we're here both at the same time. We just only know that we're here. So are you right. saying that is it's a singular entity?
2: That's a good question. Yeah, that is a good um, question, Eric. Because yeah, I don't I mean, think, people... I,
1: yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, one talk, bro. <laughs> sorry,
2: bro. No, I think it's I like the analogy that people talk about in terms of it's like God is the ocean and we're a drop of water. Yeah. Right. So uh we or both both things at the same time if you get a drop of water that's still it's it's still a drop of water it's not any less of the ocean it's just not part of the ocean right now hmm. or like your body is contained like trillions of cells what but point to the one cell that's eric or the one cell that's michael you can't but you can and you can keep taking away cells but it's like all those cells together make up you all of us souls, I guess, make up God, but it feels at the same time bigger than that. Mm-hmm. Uh it's super hard to I don't know. Yeah, I, no. I don't know. That's actually what I I don't know. That's what, <laughs> that's what you're yeah.
1: looking for, man. That's that's yeah. what we're all kind of like on the path back to God. Our ultimate reality is another great book. Uh it's by Adrian Cooper, and he talks about the Kabbalah and archangels and what heaven is like and all that, and you know, the, the DMT and all that, but it's you know you're you really you're you're like an encyclopedia of spirituality on youtube and it's it's such a breath of fresh air that you know we can rely on you and your experiences on our spiritual journeys and we want to thank you for shaman oaks and you know you have a platform anytime that you want to come on to oak and bros and you know spread the message of love and if you want to do a healing one time with us i mean eric and i would love to you know do it on our channel because we. You know, we're in the travel industry, and and I'm trying to make it in the entertainment industry. I'm I'm a writer. I've written 20 books, and I'm trying to grow spiritually. That's what Eric and I are doing. This is, you know, this is our brain, is our brainchild, the oaken Bros. And um, YouTube is YouTube's the broadcast, right? YouTube is the um, it's it's the ether. It's I mean, an
0: amazing it's an amazing place that you can have 100,000 subscribers, and you you're right. really you're really helping people, and that is really what you should be proud of
2: that that you get to do that it's
0: really great
1: It's remarkable it really is and you know we 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 believe in everything you're doing
2: you know well thank you you'll i mean you're i don't know how many of you guys have but what you're doing is amazing too so i'm super i'm super stoked for your because i i, I don't you. trust uh most people that do this sort of content yeah they're too woo for me or they're too whatever but you yeah. guys seem like totally my kind of dude so we appreciate that thank
1: and you. tell our audience where they could find you plug away
2: no, uh, Shaman Oaks, YouTube, shamanoaks.com, website. Everything shaman website, everything's Shaman Oaks, Shaman Oaks, Instagram, Shaman Oaks, Facebook, uh, Shaman Oaks, Twitter. And you Every, know, I'm, yeah. I
0: mean, I'm, I'm going to go and I'm going to, I'm going to be part of, of, of your sessions. And I feel like, yeah. you know, everybody has some healing to do. Everybody has some unanswered questions that they're looking to help for. Let's go, let's, let's go to Shaman Oaks, go to his YouTube channel and let's, let's all, let's all get some help. And I think yeah. that everybody could use that. This You, you, you. can't get hurt by it. So,
2: no, you yeah, you can't, and it's. Every, and I do it live every uh, Monday, every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I stopped doing it on Fridays, but uh, yeah, and there's a schedule on my website because I do. Um, it's in the evenings for most people that you do in the U.S., but then uh, so Monday, Wednesday, I do it in the evenings. Tuesday, Thursdays, I do it uh, early afternoon for because I like I have a lot of people that live in Australia and uh, really? the UK that want to watch, so I want to have to make it uh, easy for them to watch as well.
1: Alan, if I had a drink, I'd I'd raise it to a million subscribers (laughs) for you, man. We want to get to your 100,000, and we want you to get to that million because you absolutely 100% deserve it. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Thanks for for coming on, man. Please like, subscribe,
0: and share our show. Uh, We appreciate everybody tuning in. Check out Shaman Oak. Let's all get healed. And uh, hang out for for two minutes, and I'm going to play out the outro. Bye, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.